News. Your News, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. We heard from the former Taoiseach Bertie Hearn in the last hour and uh, we were talking about the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement and this big conference is taking place in Belfast uh, this week and Limerick students have been taking part in the possible. It's a special project to commemorate the 25th anniversary. Uh, Senator George Mitchell delivered his speech at Queen's University Belfast as part of the Agreement 25 conference yesterday. Students from Gael Colosh de Limney publicly read and distributed printed copies of his speech to members of the public on the streets of Limerick. They were on Bedford Row and you can see the video of that, by the way, on Live 95 uh, socials if you want to check it out. And to tell us more about the project, uh, we're joined by Nassani Efernon, who is a third year student at Gael Colosta Limni. And you're welcome. Good morning Hi, to thank you. thank you for having me. And uh, our own Nigel Dogdale is uh, with me in the studio and he was down there taking a look at what was happening yesterday. And we also have the well-known writer Colin McCann who is co-founder among other things of Narrative 4 well known for uh, their presence here in uh, Limerick and he is currently at that uh, big conference at Queen's University Belfast and you are all very welcome and uh, Nigel I was just saying off the air there that uh, NASA thankfully doesn't have any memories Mm. of the 25 years in the run up to the Good Friday Agreement and I know you're third year so maybe not too many of of that time uh, either but I was in the north last week and we were driving um, up the coast and came across Greysteel village and I realised forcibly that the only um, knowledge I have of that particular place is related to a terrible shooting uh, there and unfortunately for, for a generation or more of people that was the way we associated a lot of small parts of Northern little communities like for that. For sure and you know, my dad was from Belfast and grew up in Anderson's Town, which, you know, was a Royal Catholic area. He came down to Limerick in the late 60s into the early 70s. And so I was, as a kid, highly aware of Belfast and what my father's background was. And in 1994, on the 30th of August, 1994, my dad died suddenly. And he, being a Belfast man, I never got to understand, at, you know, at 16-year-old, what what he thought about the you know the whole situation but the following day as we were driving from dublin to limerick with his body in a hearse the ira signed their or announced their first ever ceasefire and my dad had he known overnight that that would happen you know i don't think he'd have won. but also that 3 years later that they would be signing the Good Friday Agreement. What So much happened in those three years. And I remember as a kid going up and seeing the border crossing and seeing the guys in, in uniform going shopping in all those su- supermarkets in Belfast and seeing guys with, with armed guns standing in front. And now to go back to Belfast, and I regularly go back, to see the change has been phenomenal. And to see the investment and to see the sense of... But also to understand how tender that peace is you know when you go outside the city centre and go back into where my dad was from Anderson's town a very Catholic area and you see Protestant areas you see the peace walls still up and you see an assembly that has not managed to get its act together think what happened yesterday with those young kids reminds us that 25 years on peace is a tender thing and it needs to be minded and yet at the same time we are in a position now where the 25 years after the agreement have seen far, far, far fewer deaths 
yeah. then the 30 years before when over 3,000 people um, died and you know, you, I don't think anyone could argue other than that it has been a success Hugely. in that fundamental um, way. Uh, Nasa, I mean, what did you know about all of it uh, and talk to me a bit about being involved in this project? Yeah, well, <clears throat> excuse me. I've learnt about the peace process and the Good Friday Agreement in our oh. history classes in school uh, during the Troubles and I just find it very interesting how I wasn't alive at the time but it's such a key role in our history and in the culture and Ireland um, and the, the whole entire Ireland, island of Ireland as well. Um, I just find it very fascinating how the country is just, this is the key role of our country and the peace. And I'm a part of a programme by the name of Narrative 4 and it revolves around sharing stories and um, realising that everyone has a different story um, and they're all important in their own way. So, yeah. And, I mean, touching 90, um, Senator George Mitchell, who played such a big role in chairing those vital talks 25 years ago, made a, a barnstorming speech yeah. yesterday in <laughs> Belfast and, and was amusing when they uh, unveiled this bust of himself and mm. he, was, he was looking at it. What did he say? Oh, I, I think you, you kind of know you're close the to the end. Nigh, yeah. Yeah, when, you, when you're looking at a bust of yourself, ama- amazing man in so many ways. Um, but that speech is, is what mm. you read and handed out yeah. on Bedford Row here in Limerick. We handed out these copies of the actual script written by George J. Mitchell the senator um, yesterday he gave it yesterday morning and we gave him handed them out to the public of Limerick and we read the first um, the first few paragraphs of the speech to the public and mm. we got a very positive response everyone was listening to us and when you talk about learning it in history you know it's yeah. really, so you know some of these uh, personalities that we've seen as older people over mm. the last few days like Bertie Ahern for example yeah. you know who we had in the radio station here when he was Taoiseach of the yeah. country but, but to you he's a, an historical yeah. figure I don't know if he'd like <laughs> that but anyway books. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's amazing isn't it yeah um, but, but from your point of view then and uh, your fellow students you may well end up in that generation that mm-hmm. has to make the next monumental yeah. decision around Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- north and south, at yeah. some point in the next probably 25 years, decisions are likely to be made around unification possibly mm-hmm. or not, or a new type of Ireland. Mm. I remember I was talking to the people on the streets and I remember a lady telling me that we're the future and we're supposed to kind of understand what is happening and we are the future and we're going to make a move about it. You're in third year um, and uh, history is done as part of the syllabus up to third year. Mm. Does it become optional after that? It does. We have the option to choose between geography or history uh, from fourth year to sixth year for our leaving seat. Right. And and what do you think you might do? I think I'm going to stay with history. I'm really interested in Good on you. Absolutely. I still wonder how anyone ever thought that history should not be compulsory right up to the leaving cert. It's just madness Mm. when we hear from you that what you are learning now will absolutely have an impact on your generation and and on your future. And Colin McCann is uh, on the line, as I mentioned, and uh, he's the co-founder of Narrative 4, which has a big presence here in Limerick, as we know. Good morning to you, Colin. 
Good um, morning. And, and I presume when you hear someone like NASA speaking, you're very glad that you co-founded Narrative 4. It's, it's part of the point of it, really. I tell you, I, when, when, when I listen to what she says and, 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 and when I listen to what Nigel was saying, my heart goes, goes, goes something and I think, you know, the, 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 there's always something optimistic on the horizon because the fact of the matter is that this peace and this peace agreement, you know, it's still shaky in, in, in many ways, but it's been here for 25 years. And the thing is, it belongs to people like NASA. And the, and the fact that they got out on the streets yesterday and uh, distributed uh, the senator's speech um, was extraordinary. And he uh, knows about this project. He is deeply involved. He and his wife, Heather, are deeply involved in, in narrative four. So he was delighted uh, to give us the, the speech in advance. And we literally, when he finished giving a speech to and to the Clintons, to the leaders of the world yesterday, there were young people in Limerick, in Belfast, in Dublin, and in London uh, giving out uh, copies of, of, of the speech. And it's one of those touchstone moments for him. And he asked me actually today, to, uh, he knew I was com- com- coming on to the radio, he said, would he give a very special thanks to all those young people uh, for, 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 for doing that? Because, you know, he knows that the future, uh, as Nessa says, the future is in their hands and there will be a lot of important uh, decisions to be made and so he was deeply grateful. Uh, so what about that Nessa? Personal yeah. thanks from Senator George Mitchell <laughs> for your efforts on Bedford Row in Thank Limerick. Thank you very much. Uh, and Colm, I know your book Transatlantic, it touches on the Good Friday Agreement and the work of George Mitchell, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So I, I actually, so I wrote that book um, I think about um, eight years ago and he became uh, a character in, in, in the novel. So it's kind of a funny thing to, 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 to meet your, to meet your characters. But then um, I tried to capture, um, all the, all the tension and the difficulty. Cause, you know, peace is, as you know, peace is sometimes more difficult than war. There are decisions to be made and maintaining the peace, um, be, be, be becomes, uh, you know, uh, the responsibility of of, of of all the generations to come, and it, it, it's fantastic that you know we can because um, the peace exists up here, obviously in Belfast where I am right now, but it also exists in Limerick. It also exists in, in, in other parts of the world, and really there are nations all around the world that are looking to Ireland now as a sort of thought leader um, and, and and a country that, that was actually uh, able to enshrine these sort of principles. And, um, and, and, and the, the thing is, Colm, I mean, from, from your perspective then, and being at the conference over these few days, and I know a monumental effort by people in Belfast, including Queen's University, to put it on, and some very well-known people um, who were involved at the time are contributing, it, it, but also current politicians are teaching Cleo Farad, Card, the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak in attendance as well. Is there any sense of optimism that, you know, we'll get a, a deal that the institutions will get up and running and that Northern Ireland can move on and with Northern Ireland, the whole island. Yes. I mean, this is what Senator Mitchell said yesterday. We cannot afford to fail. Uh, you cannot afford to let it slip from our hands. We can't become nonchalant about it and just celebrate it because, you know, peace is this, this ongoing thing. And there, there are actually talks going on in the, in, in the area here in Queen's University as to what will happen with the, you know, uh, with, with, with the DUP and, and the, the Windsor, the Windsor protocol and all sorts of, um, uh, people are gathering together and talking about this because they know it's one of the most important things. I, I would say that, you know, 
uh, maybe it was the best Irish story of the uh, the 20th century and ongoing. Uh, the peace process is probably one of the best stories that we have in the 21st century. And so I think it's important for us to hold on to it. And... Uh uh, Nessa, you know, you never yeah. know. You may be the Taoiseach who <laughs> has to lead the debate on a united Ireland yeah. 15, 20 years from now. Yeah. Um, it's very, very... I'd, I'd love to maybe keep going with... I'm very interested in the politics as well. And I really like the story and I'm just very interested in the whole topic in oh, general. Yeah. Um Nigel, oh, I see you have it in front of you, don't you? That It was uh, very well presented, the speech, wasn't it? In it's a book beautifully here, done, and I have to give credit to uh, Julie Long in GBM who uh, printed this and had it ready to go yesterday, and it is supported by the Ireland Funds. I'll just hand you it there. You, this is your little copy, Joe. Oh, well, I'm very and pleased to have it's it. It's designed, from what I can understand, Colm can correct me, but it's designed to go inside your inside pocket by your heart to remind yourself that this is important, and that is his speech along with... Um, some little images at the back of the Good Friday Agreement that is the signed document. Yes, uh, and uh, the project is The Possible. Uh, selected extracts from the speech by Senator George Mitchell on the occasion of the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement at Queen's University in Belfast, April 2023. And uh, I see what you mean. Well done to uh, the team at GBM for that. It's it's great. All right. Well, listen, Colin McCann, thank you very much. I know you're busy up there. You want to get back to uh, the conference. We appreciate your time. Co-founder of Narrative 4, which has a significant presence here in Limerick. Uh, our own Nigel Dugdale, thank you very much. A really interesting story from your own family as well about it. And the video of Bedford Row and uh, the students doing their thing yesterday available on Live 95 socials and uh, Nessa Nifarnon from Gael Colosh to Limney third year thank you very thank much you very for much joining us and the very Thank best you. of luck to you Your Views 